Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, you know what? I think I am turning into a woman. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, here, let me look. <laughs> I, mean, I well, can tell you. You guys have been making fun of me for taking baths for years and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, this is about clothes and buying clothes. We don't make fun of you for taking baths. I mm. like baths. It's the romance novels, the candles, and the uh, <laughs> the Cosmo. We no. were talking about clothes here. Mm-hmm. And, th- and I'll tell you why I think I'm turning into a woman in that area as well. We were talking about Easter, and I mentioned Easter dresses. And how my well, mom would always take me to get my Easter dress. That's probably why they thought that. <laughs> no, no. When I mentioned that, Tori immediately thought about her Easter dress. Yeah. And, and she even described what it would look like, which was... Yeah, tons of lace, super mm-hmm. frilly. And I will never forget those white socks. They folded over. Yeah. They had the lace trim. Yeah. I owe every single Easter. You dress it up for Easter, girl. I know. I want you to know my mom picked out my Easter dress. <laughs> we were at Cracker Barrel, and we were shopping around before we went back to eat. And she goes, well, there's an Easter dress right there. <laughs> like, I really wasn't looking for a dress, Mom. They have Easter dresses. You. They like sundresses, I guess. Oh, oh, it makes sense, though, because you always wore hand-me-downs from your older sisters. I did. I had that belt that was engraved. It said Dana. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? As the little boys, we did get, like, you know, special polyester suits and stuff. Mm. Little, little, oh, yeah. A little tie for Easter and stuff like that. I remember. So. Okay, so a survey shows almost 80% of women buy clothes knowing they will never wear them. Now, that's what? not, I, that's, I don't do that. <laughs> I, I, all the clothes that I buy, I will wear eventually. I can understand buying a dress you know you're only going to wear once, but never? Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, I don't know why you're looking at me. It only because happened you're the once. Only girl in the room. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a shirt that John used to make fun of me because he mm-hmm. was like, "Geez, modest," because I was like turtleneck covered up, yeah. trying to be respectful. And he was like, "You can show like shoulder kind of thing." <gasps> so I went and got this super yeah. deep V top and mm-hmm. I put it on in front of him, and he was like, "Oh, absolutely not." So it still has the tags on it. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm never going to wear it. Do you want it, Hawk? Can you wear it in here? (laughs) (laughs) It'll show my chest hair. poofing out there. Got a little Elvis hair is going on. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Survey also found 91% of women have an item in their closet that still has the tags on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now that's me. 
A lot of times I'll find a shirt. If I like that shirt or if I like those jeans and they fit well, I'm going to go buy about three pairs of three shirts. Oh, yeah. And I will hang them up because eventually that shirt will wear out. And it'll get those little bitty balls on it, you know. It's mm-hmm. like a, Those are fun. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, like, like, it's like bubble wrap, but <laughs> you, you pull them off. Yeah, you just pull. Well, I got that little shaver now. Tom showed me that shaver. Does it really a, work? It's a, it's a clothes shaver and shaves all the balls off. It does, but huh. you know the problem is when you get to pilling – there's still also the fabric itself just looks ratty at that point. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes sweaters, you can get away with it, but most other fabrics don't look good when they start pilling. But, but, okay. Be careful with the sweater balls. Yeah. Oh. Hey, remember I was at that party and I leaned my put my arm over a little small candle. Yeah. Oh, oh no. no. All those sweater balls went away really yeah. quick. Really fast. <laughs> That's another way to get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, Take it off before you do but, that. But, uh, like you guys, do you guys have extra clothes, like a, like a shirt you bought two of? Please, please. I do that, but I wear them all at the same time. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't do. I don't hang one up and wait for no. the first one to wear out. Really? I just rotate them well, all so they last, last longer. longer. But mine will do the same thing, really. No, because yours very likely the shirt may not be a style anymore. Plus, it sits there and gets this uh, hanger idea. nipple things on them. <laughs> no wonder I'm not in style. <laughs> I want to buy the same shirt, but I'm like, no, because that means I'm wearing it double. So, because I rotate shirts, but I do have two shirts the exact same, but they're okay. two different sizes. Oh. <laughs> I got it. I got one. Got it home, washed it, because I have to wash my clothes before I really know if I'm going to like it. And then it was too big, so I had to go back and get a smaller size. Oh, I thought you had one for the fat Kato and the skinny Kato. <laughs> no, I'm still used to shopping for the fat Kato. Okay, do you have any like extra pair of shoes that are the same? I do that. No. Because you can, sometimes you could buy one and get one and a half off, so you uh-uh. might as well buy the same shoe. No? Okay. I, I, don't, don't, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that with shoes because they're too expensive. But yeah, if I find a top or something I like, I'll buy it in like five different colors. Yeah. I no. do that. Like, like a carnival shoes or shoe carnival? I feel like yeah. shoes are pricey these days. This uh, shirt I'm wearing right now, I have like a maroon version of it. Yeah. And I'll just rotate them out. Now, I've bought different colors yeah. of the same style right. of shirt, but I'm not going to buy the exact same shirt. Okay. Yeah. Twice. And then, in this survey, that 25% <laughs> of women wear only 10% of the clothes they own. Only 10% of them. Wow. Yeah. And that's where I fall in that area, too, because I have not thrown a shirt away since 2006. It's so wasteful, uh, though, to have all those clothes you're not wearing. I know, but I'm like, someday, you know, I might use that at a Halloween party. Uh, <laughs> one, <man>. one. <laughs> yeah. I'll talk to friends. They're like, yeah, I'm having to go up in the attic to get out my summer clothes. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, what what's in your closet? Oh, that's all my winter clothes. My I'm wife like, does that. You can't fit both in your closet my like me? My wife does that. Yeah. Wait, you can fit all your clothes in one closet? I don't have many clothes. We're I didn't men. Know that was a thing. My yeah. wife buys those little stand-up rolling closet, yeah. zip it clothes, mm. and she'll have all of her winter clothes zipped up, and I don't know where she puts them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, I'll see her hauling it down, and she's like <laughs> swapping them out and putting the summer stuff away. When you have to hire two men in a truck to do that for you, that's a problem right there. <laughs> We're not that Can you run me to my storage building? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I just wanted to say all this today and have this conversation to explain why I have this poofy pirate shirt on. (laughs) You wore it again. (laughs) Never thought you would. I know. I bought it at Halloween. (laughs) I I tell you, you worked at Long John Silver's, didn't you? I did. I did. (laughs) It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. One of the things I try to share with people who are younger and looking to me for the wisdom that I have gathered in my life is I like to share with them the fact that being smart doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be successful or happy. And if you're not smart, there's still tons of opportunities for you. 
In fact, you could argue that being smart can be a negative thing for many people. Oh, because you've lived this. Because you're very smart. You have a rocket scientist um, degree. And you're here on the Hawk and Tom show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wasn't going to say that, but since you did. (laughs) I'm glad I don't have that pressure. Yeah, I know. The pressure of being smart. Me too, Kato. Well, it's true that. And I've always thought to myself, because you see like professors at colleges, and they're very intelligent, and they're making crap money at a college. Right. Well, smart people are usually weird. Single professor. Uh, I didn't say that, but um, but smart people sometimes don't seem to understand the trivial stuff that normal or semi-normal intelligence people have because to them it just seems pointless. And it's so frustrating. Can y'all please get down on our level? Like having Um, a conversation with a super smart person and you're just like, this is awful. And imagine how it is for them. Probably yeah. so enlightening. <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, but I've always thought, gosh, if I if I am smart, surely I could find a way to take advantage of the people who aren't smart without being unethical or mean to them and, and make money off of it. You should be able to make money off being smart. And I think I found a way to do that without being unethical and without taking advantage of anyone. And this is something that people are doing right now. So we've told you about ChatGPT. Oh, too many times. Okay. <laughs> See? Well, he, he is a nerd yeah. now. He's gonna, this Why don't is, you tell the kids this? this, this, this. To. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. ChatGPT is an artificial intelligence that can help do things like, it's almost like if you think about Google, but Google was more conversational and not so like you have to get the words just right or you have to say the exact search. It figures out what you actually wanted to ask. It's more like a human being. Can it figure out where you want to go to dinner? It could, actually. That would be nice. You yeah. should try it. That would stop a lot of fights between yes, couples. Here's where the smart people are making money off of the not-so-smart people with ChatGPT. Now that is considered the hot new job skill to have. So you have these managers who don't know squat about computers. They may not be the brightest people, but they're good at managing. And they see uh, ChatGPT as this new thing right now. They're like, oh, everyone's talking about ChatGPT. I need someone on my team that knows ChatGPT. So these people who can figure out the simple, it's not even complicated, the interface with ChatGPT, they put it on their resume and say, I am proficient in ChatGPT. They're getting jobs like crazy right now. But uh, what does that consist of? Downloading some app and then just putting like two or three words or a sentence and say make a paragraph out of that? It's not even that complicated. But it is the complicated part. It's not even an app. You can go to a website and do chat GPT. Okay, Okay. so that's not a big skill. But it is because the people who don't know that consider it to be magic and voodoo. Okay, until they catch on here in the next two months. A lot of them won't. I'm good at Google. Does that work? That will help. (laughs) But being good at Google is similar to what it takes to be good at ChatGPT. I'll be honest. At first, and I still am not great at Google, and then Tom was teaching me the trick about putting parentheses around certain words so it will... Look Those are quotation marks. Quotation marks, marks I mean. That's why, and that's re- <laughs> another reason why I wasn't good at Google. It, because, I, you know, I'd do a search and I still couldn't find it. And then Tom would find it right away. But he taught me that skill. And now they don't even use it. You don't even have to use right. the quotation marks. And that's my thing. How long is ChatGPT going to be so popular, going to be so useful? Because is it going to be like the Google Glasses? 
where at first everyone thought that you were going to have them and walk around with them, and now nobody has them except for you. Uh, the difference yeah. is that was hardware and all this. This is just a website like Google itself. I think that ChatGPT is somewhat here to stay. It does so many things so well. Uh, my wife actually uses it on a regular basis when she's writing letters to like colleges for our kids. She'll run it through ChatGPT just to make sure it looks as good as it can. Well, aren't the kids supposed to write those? When, <laughs> when do you think that that's ever happened? The parents write all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any, any project the kid has, most of the time, 95% of the yeah. time, the joke around, like, you'll see the parents text about the project. Like, when does this do? How you got to do that? Have you done this? And then they're like, yeah, I'm telling, I'm asking my son, you know, hey, tell us what kind of grade we got on that. Oh, heck, I'm like, what did I get on that? Yeah, what did I get on that? That's the joke that That's parents have when there's big science projects and stuff. How do we fail this test? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the website resumebuilder.com asked a thousand bosses and 90% of the bosses said having experience with chat GPT would increase their chances of landing a job. Half of them already said their company is using chat GPT and they would like people who knew how to use it. Well, they would hire people that knew how to use chat GPT. Well, so here's a chance that if you're even mildly intelligent enough to figure out chat GPT and, and not just to type in a simple thing, but get it to do some of the trickier stuff, you could stand out on your job resume and get a job. And the best part is the boss don't even know how to do it, so they don't know if you're doing it well or not. That says a lot about the boss. Well, sure, that, <laughs> yeah. but there's a lot of bosses like that. You know what? I could sharpen my skills on Chad GPS or whatever it is. <laughs> GSP. Yeah. Hawk, <laughs> Hawk just uh, actually invented a new product. I could sharpen my skills there, but I would still not get hired because my spelling on my resume would be horrible. Well, ChatGPT would fix that well, for does, you. Well, do they do resumes too? Can yes, I do that? Okay. absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. I topped in uh, ChatGPS, and I was talking to a pilot at the airport. That's GSP. GSP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys aren't going to get a job. No, we are not. All right. Well, That's why I hope I don't get fired here because I don't feel like doing another resume. <laughs> I know. I couldn't find mine from that long I'd have to ago. get that to do my resume. And yeah, maybe they should invent that. Find my resume. Yeah. <laughs> well, they say that since it only launched five months ago, no one has that much experience. So if you play around with a free version or you can buy the inexpensive oh, version. And you get good at it, you can get jobs that other people are not going to be qualified or that you'll have a better qualification for. Hmm. So there's your chance to use your smarts to actually make money off of it. You know what? And speaking of smarts, you know what? You're of what? Smarts. <laughs> and I created another new word. <laughs> I just smarted on you. <laughs> I hope you don't lose your job either. <laughs> Tom has smarted on us before, but not only are you smart. But you're a smart aleck, too, and that's a skill that you get. Have you ever noticed that we have smart alecks, but there's no such thing as a dumb aleck? Have you ever? Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's no dumb alecks out there. I feel there. like I do know some dumb alecks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Easter Bunny's coming to town. Bok, bok. We're excited. Uh, we thought it'd be fun to have a crank call and have Cecil B. call the Duron paint store. Because? He wants to paint Easter eggs this year. <laughs> that sounds like a bad idea. Uh, you know, good old spray paint would be easier. <laughs> it would be easier, but it's not safe for the kids. Don't do it. But let's see what they have to say about that. Let's crank call this morning. Cecil B. Hollister.
Dakota speaking. Yes, it's Deron Paint. Yes, it is. Hi, my name's Ethel B. Hollister, H-O-L-I-T-E-R. And the uh, reason I'm calling is because I have three young'uns, and my wife's out of town, Ruby's out of town this weekend. She's going to a wrestling referee class in Columbia. She's trying to become a wrestling referee over here at our local wrestling rink. Uh-huh. And uh, she she normally does all my Easter egg stuff here at the house, like fixing the kids' baskets and painting the Easter eggs and stuff like that. But I've got to do it for the first time this weekend. I really don't know how to do it. So I decided to call you guys. I figured y'all be experts in painting Easter eggs. I just go and spray paint me a few and uh, then leave them out for the kids and they can eat them. Uh, I don't think you want to put spray paint on eggs for kids to eat because it's unsanitary and it can be dangerous. Oh, really? Yes. Hang on just a minute. One of my kids acting up. Junior, would you... I'm trying to talk on the phone and it... You got the plastic bag over your head over there just flopping around, you big dummy. I tell you what, you got kids. Yes, sir. I tell you what, he's, he's acting a fool, got a plastic bag over his head. I just tell him, don't close it at the bottom, he'll be all right. Well, he's acting silly like that. I'm trying to talk to you right. about these Easter eggs. So I thought maybe I'd get some kind of latex paint and just, you know, I could use a, can I use a brush to paint them? Uh, no, sir, I wouldn't recommend you use any household paint to paint Easter eggs. Now, if you was painting plastic eggs, then it'll be fine. But if you paint eggs for folks to eat, then I wouldn't do that. How do I paint them then? Um, well, you probably have to go to the grocery store. They have egg coloring. You have to cut them. They have egg coloring. You go to the grocery store and get any color you want. Oh, really? Yes. And you don't spray paint it on? No, sir. And it's dangerous for the kids? Would it kill them if you put spray paint on it? It probably wouldn't kill them, but it would make them sick. Then that way you done created another bill. Hang on just a minute. General, I told you. John, would you stop acting the fool and get that bag off your head? He hadn't took the bag off yet. He's acting the silly over it. You know what? I, I tell you what, I need to spray paint these eggs because I'm about to kill him. No, well, you don't want to do that right now. Right now, which county do you stay in? I'm going to whoop him if he don't start acting up. Well, now, that's fine. You can Act, do that. Acting right. You can whoop him. Whooping is all right. That's what I'm going to do. A jerk a knot in his tail is what I'm going to do. Do your kids ever put plastic bags on their head? Uh, they put, yes, they try sometimes. I tell them just don't close the bottom so they can breathe. It'll be all right. Yeah, I tell you what, it's, it's silly. So I just go to the grocery store and ask for the latex house paint and then... Uh, no, sir. You go to the grocery store and ask for some egg cutting. You can go to the grocery store. You probably can go to uh, CVS, uh, one of these little convenience stores or something like that. They might have. Yeah, well, I, maybe that's the best thing to do. Maybe I should just get them chocolate Easter bunnies. That, well, that'll work. That way, you know, you cut out all the problems. You ain't got to worry about boiling no eggs. You ain't got to worry about coloring no eggs. You just going to buy some chocolate eggs and just everybody be happy. It's the first time I've had to deal with Easter. Ruby normally does all this stuff, and she takes this weekend to be out of town at a wrestling referee conference. So she's going to be a wrestler uh, referee? She's been trying to. She's been taking night classes for that, and uh, she's about to graduate. We're very proud of her here. All, everybody, all the family's very proud of her because okay. she might go on to be famous. Okay, that'll work. Well, sir, uh, you've been very helpful, so I don't need to get any Duron paint and put on these eggs. No, sir. Just go get coloring at the grocery store. Yes. Junior, would you just quit? I'm trying to say goodbye to this man. 
Oh, boy. Well, I, yeah, go, now, while you're at the store, uh, see do they have a, a belt or something like that for Lil' Junior? Yeah. And that'll straighten them out. I tell you what, I'm going to jerk a knot and tell you. I'm sorry my kids acted up while you're on the phone. Oh, that's okay. Thank you so much. Have a good day, buddy. Happy Easter to you. Same to you. All righty, now. Bye. Bye-bye, now. He's a nice guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He gave some great advice and some bad advice. Well, I mean, it was better okay. than Cecil's. It's okay for the little kid to actually have a bag over there. No, it's okay. never okay. He and said his kids did it. Too. I just want to make sure people know that no, no. bags over. I mean, they well, put labels all over bags now. Yeah. Paper bags are okay. <laughs> and don't spray paint your Easter eggs, for goodness sake. Paper bags are not okay. I just want to say that, too. Yes. All right. Happy Easter, everybody. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, we've been kind of going back and forth here lately on who should pay for the meal. We had a second date update not long ago where we found out that she, I forget her name, was going out just to get a free meal. <laughs> yeah. That's shady right there now. I think her name was Trampy. <laughs> wow. But if a woman offers to pay for everything, chances are she probably isn't into the date. Now, that's the old school thinking that we used to think. It's like she probably doesn't even think it's a date. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've been in that situation before I disagree. where I was out on a date, and uh, at the end of the date, I thought I was on a date. She goes, ah, let's just pay. I'll pay for half. I'll pay for mine. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really, no, you don't have to. I'm like, I really would love to, even if you, it's not a date or whatever. She goes, no, no, I'll go and pay for mine. I'll pay wow. for my check. So we'll go ahead and pay for mine. Today. Yeah, yeah. That would be up. bad. It'd be kind of embarrassing a yeah, little bit, yeah, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I look like an idiot. I think y'all are overthinking it. I agree. <laughs> I think if the woman wants to pay, if she says, hey, let me get this, I'm like, sure, let me get that filet instead. And <laughs> <laughs> a bottle of wine. <laughs> so we're the bad guys. <laughs> this is why the experts say. The answer is actually very simple. The meal should be paid for by whoever invited the other person out to dinner in the first place. I've seen that before. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, true. Like, <laughs> Unless it's a friend mm-hmm. that just wants to meet for happy. Hour. Right. Then you should split it. Because <laughs> I'm not paying for the whole bill. But uh, they say, you went on to say, if you're the one who invited the other person out to dinner, then man or woman, the responsibility for paying the bill is entirely yours. Think of it like this. Imagine I invite you to dinner at my place. But when you get here, I ask, did you bring food? <laughs> you think I was crazy by inviting you to dinner, and I'm obviously offering to provide the food myself. Well, it's kind of that thing when you invite someone, hey, you want to go to this concert with me or whatever else. Usually you'll drive because you invited them. Well, I mean, sometimes if you say, if someone said, hey, you want to go to that concert with me, mm-hmm. I would think I'm going to be paying for the concert ticket because it's expensive. Expensive. I don't know though. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you ask a girl to go to the concert with you, she's probably thinking you're buying the ticket. What if she invites you and <laughs> she's like, "Okay, when are you going to buy the tickets?" <laughs> well, I would assume that whoever asked would say, "Hey, I have an extra ticket. Would right. you like to go?" Or if yeah. it's a relationship where you know, okay, we're going out a little bit, and she asked me to go, I think she's buying. Whereas if it was a coworker, you're pretty sure they're expecting you to buy. Yeah. yeah, maybe. So, but if the guy pays for the dinner, we can't agree that he thinks he's on a date and okay. thinks he's getting a good night kiss. Okay, well, that you say that, yeah. but well, I think sorry. it makes it an official date if he is paying for because I, you know, even think about like even with animal species, when the lion brings the gazelle back to the lioness, mm-hmm. 
or the bird brings back the worm <laughs> for the. That's not the best choice. Yeah. That's usually a parent. That's, yeah, that's a parent thing. Okay, squirrel. You don't do that in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Mama bird. The squirrel is uh, bringing home the nuts or whatever. Wow. And putting them in, you know, for storing them up for winter. This seems like a bad way to go. I'm just saying, the animal species, that's what they're doing. They're offering, like, if, and so if a guy <laughs> is, you know, doing the date. <laughs> And saying, hey, this is my offering. I want to say I'm into you. So Let's stay with the lion because this girl is going to get it bad. Well, you definitely can't go with a penguin because if you think about the penguins, the male sits on the egg while the, uh, you know, March of the Penguins, you've seen that movie. But they're also monogamous. They they are, but the the male sits on the egg. The female goes all the way in the penguin march to get food and bring back to him and the little baby that's now hatched. After all this, I'm going to have to be there when you give your kids that talk i'm gonna have to hear this it's birds bees penguins squirrels (laughs) (laughs) and the squirrels part's really awkward okay so the squirrel gets a nut but that's but but you think about a lot of the animal species they do bring home Uh, the bacon like you know so they are into the relationship so I'm just saying, a lot of guys they want to pay for the date. Still, even oh, though the about. new tradition, I know, right? I was going to the zoo today. <laughs> <laughs> Tori, you look like you're about to explode over here. I um, I was just thinking of how many animals. I guess it's a farm date. We got pigs, squirrels, I'm, and you know, what? cows. Old McDonald's. <laughs> I googled that, and that's what I came up with. It was Old McDonald's had I, a farm. I feel like you were on the right track with the lions. <laughs> old, old McDonald's. <laughs> with the golden arches that's funny so with the lion the, the tiger or the, the lion the male lion brings back this gazelle yeah. and gives it to the female lion yeah. he's expecting that to be his new queen mm-hmm. now why usually in those analogies the man is the lion and the woman is the gazelle Huh? So in this, no, no, movie, no. you never heard that? No, the, the gazelle is the food that he's the, bringing back as a trophy for her. The gazelle's dead. Oh, this does not work out dragon. well for the girls then. And I can see the the lion bringing that gazelle back, and she's like, "I like it well done with ketchup." <laughs> mm-hmm. Can you? Yeah, can you? Ca- this one tastes stale. Can you catch me a fresh one? And he's like, "Yes, I will." <laughs> you know what? This is a tough uh, question you have with your kids because when my kids were younger, one time I was singing the song Bingo with my daughter. And she looked at at me, and she because you you know the song was uh, a farmer had, had a dog, dog and Bingo was his name. name. And she says, "Which I, I one's named Bingo, Daddy? Is it the farmer or the dog?" Farmer had a dog, and I was like, and "Bingo! Oh, because it doesn't determine doesn't if it's sing. Bingo or the farmer." Well, I-N-G-O. <laughs> what we're trying to say is it's hard to be the parent and explain yes. these things. I'm so glad I don't have kids. <laughs> Which one was it? I don't the farmer know. Farmer or the dog? Let me Google that for you. We'll figure it out. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.